It is Rosh Chodesh Thomas, Tavshin Pei Gimel, the very first of them of Thomas 5783, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. We're here at Inyanadi Yomi. We'll be looking at two connections between Parshas Korach and Daf Yomi. However, for the first connection, we'll be looking back to yesterday's Daf, not in the Bavli cycle, but in the Daf Yerushalmi cycle, which was holding in Masechus Demai, Daf Nun Aleph, 51 in Demai. And then after, we'll look at a connection to today's Daf in Bavli, which is holding in Masechus Gitten, Daf Lamed Hey, 35 in Gitten. The very first connection we find is a very interesting one because it parallels a connection that we saw exactly one year ago when it was Parshas Korach, and Daf Bavli was holding in Yevamus, Daf Kufiud Gimel, 113 in Yevamus, and the Gemara there quoted an explicit Pasuk from Parshas Korach, and that exact Pasuk is quoted again a year later in yesterday's Daf Yerushalmi in Mesachas Demai Daf Nun Aleph. The Gemara that has the source, or at least one of the many sources, for shlichus, for agency in halacha. We learned it out from the halachos pertaining to truma, as the Gemara says, atem gam atem, you and also you, as if to say that just like you're able to separate truma, so is a, a, a shliach, a, an agent, able to separate truma on your behalf. And of course, we spoke about last year, the ending, the cap of Parshas Korach, which references the Matanas Kahuna, which shows that there's a reaffirmation that despite what Korach argued and felt perhaps about how maybe he deserved to be a Kohen, maybe it's not fair that Kedusha is separated between classes, and yet at the end of the Parsha, Hashem signs off Parsha's Korach by saying that in fact there are Matanus Kahuna, that even the Levi must pay. So we have Atem Gam Atem, the source for Shlichus, coming from Parsha's Korach. Now that's pretty cool. Okay, now we turn over to Bavli, which is holding in Masechus Gittin, Daf Lamed 35 in Gittin. And this particular connection is a word connection. We find two words that appear in two Rashis in this week's Parsha and Parsha's Korach, and those two words appear also on our Daf. And it's not the only time that we find these words, but I thought it was important to point out those two words are Sam Hamavas, literally a potion or a poison of death, or a poisonous drug, as it is sometimes um, translated, depending on the Chumash that you use. Where do we find a reference to a Sam Hamavis in Ardaf? So in Gitin on Lamed Hay, the Gemara just quotes a story cited by either Rav Kahana or Rav Yehuda um, in the name of Rav. There was a, an incident of a person during a year of famine. He um, left a dinar, a golden dinar, a certain kind of a coin, um, with an almana, a widow. And after he deposited with her, she placed it inside a jug of flour to, uh, I guess, hold on to it there. And by a mistake, she baked it into the bread. And this widow ended up giving the bread to an ani. So now the ani got a hold of the dinar. So then later the Baal Dinar wanted to get his money back. I guess he was perhaps loaning it to the Amana, Va'amarla, and um, he said to her, Havli Dinari, I would like my dinar back. Amarla, she says, Oh my gosh, Yahanes Sam Hamavas, Bechamni Banashalo Seisha. She says, May the po- um, may this poison um, um, take effect on one of the children of that woman, as if to say she was cursing herself for losing the dinar.
but only under the condition that she actually benefited from it. Meaning, she's saying, oh my gosh, I actually did not benefit from it. So, excuse me, I'll just uh, change what I said slightly, that she was claiming that I did not get any benefit from it, and... So it's actually quite similar to the way Yaakov unwittingly cursed Rachel Imenu. Um He said that um, the person who benefited from this dinar should not live, or at least a son of that woman um, should not live. Because, of course, she's claiming that she did not receive any benefit, she did not derive any benefit from that dinar. However, says the Gemara that this was a mistake on her behalf. Right, so she says again, um, one of the children of that wo- that woman should um, be affected by a poisonous drug. If I got any benefit from the dinar, so Amru, they said, it wasn't that many days later. So one of her children died. When the chachamim heard. Um, um, what about this event? Amr, they said, someone who swore with the right intentions, and this is what happens, then someone who swears intentionally falsely, how much more so might they suffer? A lesson there in and of itself, but what I want to focus on is those two words, sam hamavas. So if you look in our Parsha, Parsha's Korach, we find a very interesting incident, at least in the Medrash, Rashi quotes the Tanchuma, where we find that there's a plague that's attacking Kala Yisrael. This is after the death of Korach and his assembly, and the Bnei Yisrael, they come and argue against Moshe and Aaron yet again, saying, you have killed Hashem's people. And so Hashem started to attack Kala Yisrael with a plague, a magefa, and then at that point, Moshe rushes Aaron to offer a ketores, and this Qataris would somehow save Klaistral. It would cause Hashem's anger to subside. And there, Rashi quotes the Midrash explaining that Klaistral had up until that point they were they were um, they were they were scoffing at the Qataris, calling it a Samhamavas, a poisonous drug, a, a, a potion of death. Because people who use it end up dying. Look at Nadav and Avihu, look at the 250 Nisiei Eida, the 250 princes of Korach's assembly who died offering a Ketores. And so to refute that claim, Aaron offers a Ketores which serves as an Otser Magefa. It's not a source of death, it's a plague stopper. On the contrary, it saves and it does not harm, it heals. And the only thing that causes harm is really sin. Klaisrael tried to almost scapegoat the Ketores, and instead of blaming the sins of individual people, and this perhaps would be a way, it would be an excuse, a pischum pet for people to not focus on their own actions, but to say, hey, there's something wrong with the system over here, something that we'll actually talk about a little bit more in the Haftarah Shir series later this week. But this is how they referred to the Ketores. Now, apparently they were wrong, except for there's another Rashi. The Rashi earlier in the Parsha, which describes Moshe Rabbeinu's intention to use this Ketores to defeat Korach. Because when Korach challenged Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron, specifically for the Kahuna, Moshe Rabbeinu said, listen, there's only, there can only be one Kohen Gadol, so what you and all of your 250 um, princes of the assembly need to do is you actually have to all offer Ketores so that the the chosen individual will in fact be chosen. He'll be selected. He'll be the winner if his guitarist is offered and it is accepted by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. However, says Rashi, Moshe Rabin had intended 
that people who are not righteous in this particular scenario should die, or at least they should think for a second that, hey, the Ketores, it's not smart to offer it. It might be something that's dangerous because, of course, not divinity who died from it. And Moshe Rabbeinu actually hoped that they would decline and that they would desist. Of course, because of what happened to Nadav and Avihu, maybe Korach and his people would say, you know what, maybe let's not mess with the Ketores. And there Rashi says that in the Ketores is a Sam HaMavas. There's a poisonous drug. But my question is very simple. If right here in this earlier Rashi, Moshe Rabbeinu himself is referring to um, the Ketores as a Sam HaMavas, so were Kleistra later wrong to attribute the same uh, quality, the same title, the same nickname to the Kataris to call it a Sam Hamaves. And I think the difference lies in, if you look at a nuance, a nuance of difference between between the two Rashis, although we find those two words, Sam Hamaves, there is a slight difference between them. Because in the in the latter Rashi, Rashi does in fact say that Kleistrel called the Kataris a Sam Hamaves. However, in the former Rashi, what the Medrash says, or at least the Rashi quotes it, is that Moshe stated that there is in the Ketores a Sam Hamaves. And there, I think, is an important difference. Is the Ketores itself a broken system? Is it a poisonous system? No, the Ketores is not a Sam Hamaves. It's an Otsar Magefa. It's a plague stopper if used correctly. It is a source of life, a source of healing, a source of Kapara. However, at the same time, in the Ketores is a Sam Hamaves, which if used the wrong way, if the Keturus is used the wrong way, then that Samhamavis can be a double-edged sword in a certain sense. That Samhamavis will take effect. It'll harm a person. In the similar sense, we could talk about fire. If you play with fire, you get burnt. But of course, fire could do so many very important things. If we may use such an analogy, we could say that the Keturus it itself is not a poison, but there is a poison within the Keturus that if you misuse the system, then of course you're going to suffer in a very similar vein, the Gemara and Tainas and Daf Zayin Amidalv actually teaches in the name of Rabbi Benah. Rabbi Benah said that the Torah can be for some an Eitzchayim, it could be a source of life, and yet on the other hand, the same Torah can be a Sam Maves. It could be a Sam Chaim, it could be a, a potion of life, a drug of life, and yet for others, it could be a Sam HaMaves. Says the Gemara over there, that for a person who is Osik, who engages in Torah, he does it for the right reasons, and in the right context, you might add, as the Pasuk says, it's a tree of life for those who grab onto it. It is a Sam HaChaim. And yet, another Pasuk, it's a source of healing. And whoever finds me will find life. And yet, says the Gemara, but someone who engages in that same Torah, but not l'shem shemaim for the wrong reasons. Perhaps we can add in the wrong context, nasis lo sam hamavis. It's not an elixir of life, but it is a poisonous drug. Shnema yarav kamatar lechiv in arifa ela hariga. That the sometimes the Torah is referred to as as raindrops, ya'arof, as it pours down, but says the Gemara by way of Drush, it reads an arifa as a form of killing, as a form of beheading. We see that the very same thing can be a source of life and death at the same time, depending on how it's used. And we might argue that that is perhaps the secret of the Ketores, which, like the Torah, is on the one hand a Notzer Magifa, a plague stopper, perhaps we can argue, a Sam HaChayim, a Sam of Kapara, and yet somewhere in there it can be construed and misused and abused to serve as a Sam HaMavas.
And of course, we should be Zoha to only the former. If you enjoy sharing like this and others on the podcast and you want to partner with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the database podcast WhatsApp group, where you will find links to every uploaded share and share them that are reposted due to their relevance. And all you have to do is reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Until next time, stay tuned to these incredible Yana Diomi, and thank you for joining us here at the database.